Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, how are you doing this morning? Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, started in April. Here we are in April. Uh, we're taping ahead of time, as we know, and uh, Russia and Ukraine are at it <laughs> with uh, the mess, and uh, inflation is skyrocketing, and oil is problematic, and uh, tune in to uh, Coming Up End Times Friday, because I've got a bunch of new information that is mm-hmm. really, really, really big time uh, yeah. stuff. I am looking forward to that. Can uh, I offer a little um, snippet of encouragement in the midst? You know, I know a, a lot of us are looking at all that's going around in the world, right? Going on in the world right now, and it is discouraging and heartbreaking. And um, and like you said, we need to be paying attention. So I'm excited to hear um, what God's been showing you on that. Um, but the other side of things that's going on, um, I don't know what you're seeing, but I am seeing God move mountains lately. Yeah. In incredible ways. We had um, a weekend at our church, um, middle of March. So when this comes out, it'll be a couple of weeks past called Increase Weekend. And it was actually just this past weekend. And the whole heart of it was really, you know, he must increase and I must decrease and really learning to walk in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And when I tell you the things that went on that weekend at our church were absolutely stunningly beautiful, mountains that were moved and beginnings of restoration. You know, we're talking about restoration today, the beginning steps of restoration that people were stepping into. It was stunningly beautiful. And it was the most beautiful picture of watching the church be the church that God intended and ministering to people and loving people well and and bringing them right back to the feet of Jesus where restoration happens. And it was an incredible weekend. So even amidst all of this brokenness and hurt, there is much rejoicing to be going on because of what God is doing and how he is moving in his children. So I just want to bring that up because if you're not seeing it, look for it because it's going on. (laughs) Opportunity for us. Any, uh, Anything you can share in terms of things that are uh, without, you know, getting into names and stuff, anything particular that happened that you noticed or? Well, you know what? One of the most beautiful things that impacted me actually um, doesn't have an end to the story yet, but it was just beautiful to me to see the church be the church. Um, This one particular night um, there, you know, at the end, we're having time where people could just come up and seek prayer um, for different things and and even even ask for God to give them spiritual gifts of certain certain types and whatnot. And there was an older gentleman who came up just broken. I mean, absolutely broken. And nobody else was coming up and picking up the microphone. He came up and he picks up the microphone and his son is actually an intern at our church, um, 24 years old and has had 41 surgeries in his life of 24 years. Mm. Um, and had just that evening found out that, um, some of his health issues were back and, and this was going on. He was bleeding again. And his father came to the front and was just in tears. He's like, for 24 years, I haven't had answers for 24 years. 
we've prayed, we've asked, we don't know what's going on. I can't answer my son. I can't do something for him. We need the church. We need you guys. Can you come and pray over my son? And when I say, I I wish I had a video of what transpired, but it was the most beautiful picture of what the church looks like. And just in waves, people coming and, you know, and and laying hands on Taylor and just, um, there I did say his name, didn't mean to, but that's okay. (laughs) Um, Laying hands on him and, um, and, you know, you couldn't even get to him. It was hands on the hands on the hands, but, and a lot of people not even knowing him, but coming and just before you knew it, this whole room was coming together in one accord, praying and ministering over a broken brother. Mm. And it was a picture. I mean, like I, I, all I could picture is this is what God intended our church to look like. This is why he says, I have designed you to live in community with others and in community with me. And when those two merge, it's stunningly beautiful. And I know God is bringing restoration there. Mm. I don't know what that's going to look like. He doesn't know what that's going to look like. But the way that mountains were moved in that night, just in the church being the church was beautiful. And then there were, there were several stories of um, just, you know, words of wisdom spoken over people that were so necessary. And then um, even a gal, you know, we've all had Kendra on Kendra was there. Um, People know her from the podcast and God, just in asking her, ask her to step out in faith. He had told her before we came that night that she needed to pray hands over or lay hands on someone's calves. And she's like, God, that's just weird. You know, I'm not going to do that. That's just weird. Not, I'm not going to do that. But she was thinking that's just weird. And lo and behold, when we got there, you know, we all sat together as we always do. And Pastor Matt said, you know what? I'm not liking this. Everybody is in their 36 inch box. And that's where you keep God right now. Get up and move, go somewhere else. <laughs> you know, we're starting it off by taking everything out of the box here. And, um, and so she moved. And then as people during a time when he was asking for, you know, anybody who needs prayer, stand up, the person next to her stands up. She does not know her from Adam person next to her stands up. And so she's like, okay, well, I'll go pray for her and ask her, you know, what, what's going on. And she's like, I have this unexplainable pain in my legs. And so Kendra's like, well, this sounds really weird, but can I touch your calves and let's pray? She got a text from her the very next day. She's like, I'm with my trainer right now. I am working out. I'm killing it. And there is zero pain. Nice. So, I mean, just God is still God. He is on the throne doing his thing. If we slow down long enough to listen to him and to work with him and what he's doing. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And as we uh, we talk about, you know, restoration is a big deal because there's so much ruin, so much destruction, so many things Mm -hmm. that are problematic. This goes from relationships, couples are having trouble, families are having trouble, friends are having trouble. Uh, There's financial issues, there's business things that aren't working, uh, there's mistakes that are made mm-hmm. uh, where there's been loss or uh, poor decisions of things that I thought were good ideas, but, you know, it turned out not to be, including, you know, my house uh, has a lot of problems or a lot mm-hmm. of uh, issues. And uh, uh, so it ranges from a, a variety of things. I'm dealing with a few ministry situations right now where um there's, there's uh, attacking, there's division, there's legal stuff going on. You know, there's mm. the flesh is taken over because the enemy right. is, is gathering people against each other and causing right. trouble, you know, in a, in a big way. And, uh, uh, you know, God says, well, if you have a heart, 
you know, I can, I can restore this, but you're going to have mm-hmm. to, and we'll get into this. You're going to have to follow me. Cause like you said before, Isaiah 55, my ways are not your ways. My thoughts yeah. are not your thoughts. I don't function God speaking like the world. And I know you are, but let me, if you have a heart to go, would you be willing to reconsider something that I might do? I can restore all this and get rid of the, uh, cause I have truth and I have wisdom, you know? And so, Uh, Let's go to uh, Psalm 40. This is a a wonderful statement that he makes about restoration. Uh, Psalm 41 through 3. Absolutely. It says, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined to me and heard my cry. He also brought me up out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my steps. He has put a new song in my mouth, praise to our God. Many will see it in fear and will trust in the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. so he talks about, uh, he brought me out of a miry clay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the picture uh, is uh, the simple phrase called stuck in the mud. Yeah. Uh, is that, uh, you know, if, if you've ever, uh, and you could look at it, you know, stuck in the snow or stuck in the mud. Um, if you're in your car and you're stuck in the mud, or stuck in the, in the yeah. snow. Your wheels are just spinning, right? You're, you're, you're trying, you're trying, you accelerate, you even try to get people to push you. Uh, and you try, 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 try. But actually, in a sense, you get more stuck. Right. Uh, you actually get deeper. Out of trying to get out of it, you actually make mm-hmm. it deeper, the rut's bigger. And you come to a point where... I'm not going to get out of it. I'm not going to be able to get out of this. Um, I'm going to have to get out of my car and go go move or get a tow truck or, you know, something because I'm literally, you know, stuck in the mud. Uh, so the the picture is in the miry clay is that um, you're at a place where you've tried to get out of it naturally, but you couldn't get out of it. And, and it, you're slugging through it and it's difficult. And no matter what step I take, it doesn't get me anywhere. I just right. am still, you know, stuck in the mud. So when people are stuck, and I've tried and I've tried and I've tried, but I don't see a solution, uh, what happens to them emotionally? Oh, they get discouraged and weary and resignation sets in. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. is that um, I'm at a point where uh, it's actually the, uh, it can be the, uh, uh, the cause of... Uh, uh, what's called depression uh, or, sa- or great sadness because you don't see an alternative. Right. Because uh, when you're stuck in the mud and things just aren't working, uh, it appears that there's no hope mm-hmm. and, you, and, you, and you get the essence of discouragement and then people get into a place of sadness, even, even depression right. uh, or oppression. Mm-hmm. That um, I don't even want to try anymore. Mm-hmm. Why bother? And so I go into this place of of uh, heaviness, hard to sleep, uh, or I'm sleeping all the time. Uh, uh, I'm I'm not trying anymore. Who cares? Uh, and that's the picture here. Uh, is right. that uh, yeah? You're 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 in quicksand, so to speak. Uh, and things are really difficult. Um, well, God says, what? How about if I take you out of that yeah. um, and I lift you out of that, which means I can pull you out of that uh, by giving you an alternative, by giving you a new way. 
and I'm going to put your foot on the rock. Okay, when your when your feet are back on the rock, what what does that imply? I'm I'm in That's, I've been in, I've been in quicksand and now I'm yeah. I'm I'm on the rock. Firm foundation from which you can then act and move and maneuver and do what needs to be done without being stuck and pulled under. Right. I'm no longer stuck. I've been placed back on solid place. Mm -hmm. And by the way, it even says this. And guess what? You are able to step Mm -hmm. forward and your steps now are ordered. And I'm taking you away from that on solid ground and you're going to rejoice. And by the way, Mm -hmm. you're going to bear witness that I did it and people are going to, you're going to rejoice and other people are going to rejoice because I took you from being stuck uh, in the problem. And that, and that's usually again, where, uh, when people come across my path, I would say that's, that's a big piece of where they wind up, uh, what I call stuck in the mud, uh, because they, they come to me and say, I don't know how to get out of this. Um, There's no other way to go. People are telling me, my Christian friends tell me, just live with it. Uh, and that's, that's your it. cross to bear. That's it. Yeah, you're, you're going to mm-hmm. suffer because of it. And that's God's will for you. And God says, actually, it's not my will for you. Is that mm-hmm. um, I don't want you to be discouraged. I want you to get encouraged because I can take the problem that you can't fix. And yeah, mm-hmm. you're stuck in the mud. Yeah, I understand that. Uh, let me pull you out of it. Really? And again, it's not, it's not just an emotional thing. Well, just put up with it and you should live like you, like you aren't. No, you're stuck. Um, I don't have a way out of this. Okay. Let me provide a way out. Uh, and then I'll give you hope and put your path on firm ground again. And you're going to be rejoicing because you're back on firm ground. Why? Well, because you're no longer stuck. What happened? God provided a way. Right. And by the way, what was that way? I couldn't even imagine it. Because it, it, it literally, uh, in my mind, I didn't see a way out of it. But God says, yeah, I can do this. I can do things supernaturally and cause this, this thing that you're stuck in uh, to get resolved. You know, do you have a heart to go? Uh, okay, and then go to uh, Joel 2, uh, 21 to 27. And that tells us this beautiful thing about uh, restoration. Uh, Joel 2, 21 to 27. Fear not, O land, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord has done marvelous things. Do not be afraid, you beast of the field, for the open pastures are springing up, and the tree bears its fruit. The fig tree and the vine yield their strength. Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the former rain faithfully, and he will cause the rain to come down for you, the former rain, and the latter rain in the first month. The threshing floors shall be full of wheat and the vat shall overflow with new wine and oil. So I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the crawling locust, the consuming locust, and the chewing locust. And my great army, which I sent among you, you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God, who has dealt wondrously with you and my people shall never be put to shame. Then you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. I am the Lord, your God, and there is no other. My people shall never be put to shame. Yeah. Um, and so uh, God, it, you know, says, yeah, the uh, uh, things are ruined. I understand that. He, so he doesn't deny that or say, you know what? Right. You should just put up with it or, or live with it. He said, I know <laughs> it's been eaten away. It's been, mm-hmm. it's been destroyed. He says, I'd like you to be glad 
I'd like you to rejoice. I'm going to restore to you double, make it even better than what you had. Um, let me bring it back to life uh, and make beauty for ashes and restoration for ruin. Uh, rebuild what, what was gone. Right. I'm going to restore to you what has been, in fact, eaten away. I mean, eaten away means mm -hmm. it's gone. Right. Um, it does, It's nowhere in sight. It's not like, well, it's kind of not doing well. Right. Make it, make it come back. It's like, it's gone. I've lost it. Right. Uh, uh, and that's, by the way, uh, a lot of us suffer that mm -hmm. thought is uh, even even I we can say, I, I can see how the decisions I made or I even caused this to be lost. By the way, this is where couples get get struggling because the right. spouse can blame you mm -hmm. if you wouldn't have done. And I followed you and you did this thing and we lost it. You know, we, we had a loss of financial or a loss of our uh, situation or stocks or uh, you, you caused us to lose our, our family. Uh, there's all kinds of things that we can say. And God says, yeah, I know. Uh, how about today, the thing that's gone, Right. how, how about if I restore it all to you? Uh, and I'll do it double, double meaning I'm going to make it even better than what it was before because I have the ability to do it. And, and you, again, will rejoice. And why will you rejoice? Because of what he's done, what he's because, doing. Because of what he, <laughs> he did. has restored. And, you, and I will not let you be put to shame. And see mm -hmm. the word. The word there is, you know, why would you live in shame? Mm -hmm. Well, because I'm oppressed. I'm depressed. I'm struggling. Uh, I I represent myself as a Christian, but I'm living a life of of oppression and shame and loss. Right. Um, and I'm ashamed of that. Uh, mm -hmm. And God says, well, how about if I let you understand my people are never going to be in shame? Right. Okay. When would that be? When I'm restoring what's lost, how, and we'll learn this as we go down the path by you following me, because I can do it. Uh, remember, right. it's, it's not, um, not everything that happens is God's will. It's, do you have a heart to follow God's will? But the aspect of restoration is I'm going to restore it. Um, I am going to bring it back, you know, uh, to life. If you have a heart for me to, to do this. Um, yeah. and so there is, um, a, one of my favorite stories at our, at our marriage retreats, I actually show this video, um, John and Michelle Santa Ferraro. Yeah. Um, if you go onto our website for the listeners, um, afjministry.com and you scroll down, I believe it's under like a testimonial, yeah. um, section and you find John and Michelle on there and they share just a snippet of the restoration that God did in their marriage that is absolutely stunningly beautiful. Yeah. Um, and, and honestly, anybody who's sitting in a pit right now needs to just go find that video and watch it and be encouraged at what the power of what God can do as you abide with him and he leads you into restoration. Yeah. Um, we need to have them on here. Yeah, yeah we, <laughs> uh, we absolutely do. And they, uh, they've shared uh, on that video, uh, they, <laughs> they came to Lynn and I through a friend Mm -hmm. Um, and they were at a point of divorcing, uh, and they had basically, they met with us, uh, actually at our country club for lunch. And I just said, you know, share with me the situation, you know, and, and they basically said, you know, we, we don't really love each other anymore and we're struggling and, you know, we've had a lot of financial trouble and, and, uh, mistakes that John has made. And, um, uh, so 
we don't know what to do. We, we're believers. We think we're supposed to stay together, but we don't really want to. Uh, right. and, we, and we heard that you can Very help. honest place. Yeah. yeah. We heard that you can help. Uh, and I said, well, <laughs> I said, actually, we can't. <laughs> um, I said, but I know who can. Uh, I said, would you be willing to learn a new way that if you abide in Christ, he can restore what has been ruined? And I guaranteed that. Um, And all you got to do is go with him. I said, I don't know how, I don't know when, but I know he will. Would you be high of a heart to go? And I'll show you how to go uh, with, and I don't have any advice for you. So they they left and uh, and John, John speaks this. He said, yeah, he said, when I left, that discussion. My thought is, and that's all you got? <laughs> and that's all you got? Uh, you know, and, but they, but they did the homework and they did the work and they started to learn to abide and, uh, and they have been fully restored as a couple. They've been fully restored in their, their ministry of, of they speak, then they teach covenant because they, they received it. Their financial situation uh, was, uh, restored partially, and there it's even being restored even more so uh, today. Uh, and uh, and God says, you know, what has been ruined and eaten, I, I can restore this. Uh, and and they're a living testimony of that. Yes. That I remember, it's not just the the material piece of it; it's the relationship stuff, it's the life stuff, it's everything. I, I have another. Uh, uh, person I've been working with, they've had uh, a problem with an adult child, son, and um, he wound up in, in jail, uh, made some mistakes, uh, went to a, you know, got out of jail. As part of getting out of jail, he had to go to a, a place of counseling uh, a, a, a in, in a, uh, a location. And then after that, he could come home. Um, right. So like so he, an inpatient of some sort. Yeah, yeah an okay. inpatient thing. And then he came home um, and he still was, yeah, I don't know. And, you know, life is tough and I don't know if I can get a job. And he was still discouraged, a kid. Right. Uh, but we prayed and we discussed and, you know, and his father, you know, learned the covenant and uh, mother and, and uh, we're going to help you with that. We believe it. Um, and so, hey, son, um, what would you really like? That, that God could demonstrate to you that, that he's going to restore to you the covenant. He said, well, I really want to get a job and I would like to do something I enjoy doing and I'd like to get paid for it so that I could get financially stable. I'd actually like to, <laughs> I don't want to live here forever. I want to go live on my own, <laughs> but I need a job. Um, mm-hmm. And, and so, uh you know, he, he goes in, you know, in the ask, seek, and knock mode, and he's looking and seeking, and he's trying, you know, for about a month or two, still no job. And so he tells the story of the kid. Uh, he said, I cried out, God, you said you're, you're a God of covenant, and I'm asking you in the name of Christ to provide a job for me. And I'm, I'm at a point of very discouraged, but I'm going to ask you to come and fulfill what you said. Right. Okay, so, so he's, he's dating this girl and um, uh, the girl says to him, hey, I got to go to the bank. Uh, why don't you come to the bank with me? Um, and OK, so he goes to the bank. Uh, and he goes in the lobby 
uh, and she's working her paperwork, you know, to do it. And he's standing there, you know, uh, uh, waiting. And the bank president walks over at him and says, are you looking for a job? Oh, my goodness. And, oh, my goodness. You kind of uh, love that. And he says, uh, yeah. He says, I am. Why, why do you ask? He says, I don't know. It's a woman. She says, I don't know, but um, I just felt led to ask you if you would like to go through training and become a, uh, you know, into the banking system and go through becoming a teller and then becoming a manager. Um, and I just, I just was led to ask you, do you want to do this? Uh, he said, yeah, I actually would. Um, so he goes through the application, confesses. Hey, uh-huh. guess what? I mean, he's working for a bank. And he, right. <laughs> and so I've he's got to be very honest. <laughs> I've, been in, I've been in jail. And she said, that's okay. Um, I'm okay mm. with that. Uh, we can overcome that. Uh, so he starts and he, he gets this fantastic job uh, and is on his way that God said, I'm going to get to restore to you your life. Mm. And when we're starting with this, and, it, and he admitted uh, it was miraculous. Wow. Uh, how, it, how it happened. And then later when he talked to this lady, why did you do that? Mm-hmm. Uh, she says, I don't even know. <laughs> she, says, <laughs> she says, I've hardly ever done it ever. Uh, but she says, I'm a, I'm a believer. And I just got prompted to go and ask you and invite, invite you to this, this situation. So he's on his path now mm-hmm. to God providing it and, and restoration of life and it's 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 miraculous yeah completely completely miraculous yeah uh, he could not have done that on his own orchestrated that on its uh, own that is all god uh you know because god says i'm going to restore to you double i'm going to get you out of this being stuck in the mud uh i can i can resolve things so that uh everywhere where there's even physical problems or there's mm-hmm. other issues uh, what we want to do is is try to help everybody understand that uh, God is in the God in, in the business of restoration. Absolutely. Part part of the covenant, see, isn't to deny that, because again, we can we've talked about you know provision, we've talked about abundance, we've talked about shalom. People can say, well, yeah, certain people get that their their benefit, but I'm in trouble. Uh, or I've got a mess on my hands, um, and I'm I'm in ruin. Uh, and God says, "Well, actually, one of the elements of the covenant is for me to restore what is ruined." And remember, remember what He invites us. He says, "I don't even care what caused it, including you." Right. Uh, so that you know, when when we talked about John and Michelle or the or this kid that made some mistakes. See, God doesn't say, well, yeah, you deserve this. Right. And, you, and you're going to have to really fix all this for me to do it. He said, well, why don't you just come with me now? How about now? Mm-hmm. And I'll do it now. Um, and, and let's go forward, not backwards. He says, actually, right. I, I don't need, I can't afford your energy to be on the problem. I've got to have your energy be on, the, on me walking into the solution to put, my, put your feet on solid ground and take your steps. I need, I need your attention that direction. Right. Um, and so I don't want you living in guilt. I don't want you living mm. in sorrow. Uh, I want you to be willing to go and let's go. And when, how about now? Yeah. And, and that's where he starts to bring about his restoration. Like with John and Michelle, um, the process was step by step by step. 
Right. And what, what God was doing was showing, did you see me at work here? Do you see a change here? Do you see the progress here? And they went from discouragement to hope. Right. And when they started to get hope, it's, it's really cool. They stayed on the path. Right. Well, like, hey, yeah. this really is this really is worth it. I'm not going to stop or I'm not going to say when you do it all, let me know. It's I, I, I see encouraged that it is going to happen. I'm going to stay with it. You were, you were going to say something. Yeah, I just want to latch on to what you're talking about, about the hope there um, versus the discouragement too. Because um, I think sometimes people just need to be reminded when we come back to Romans 8, 1, we talk about this in the, the abide retreats all the time. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And, um, and I love you talk about, you know, the Greek word for no, there is no, right. not a none. It does not exist. And so I like to expound to people because there are people who even listening here are sitting in that place of condemnation and shame and guilt. And I caused this or whatever else went on. Um, and they're sitting there. And I always like to remind people, there is a difference between condemnation and conviction from the Holy Spirit. Right. Condemnation is always accompanied by shame and guilt. And that is from the enemy. Hope or, or conviction from the Holy Spirit will always be accompanied by hope because we have the hope if God is speaking it, he is the author and finisher of our faith. If he has spoken it, he will bring it to completion if we stay with him. And that is why conviction from the Holy Spirit simply moves us to repentance and to stepping into his path, taking his hand, taking stepping into his path and trusting the hope that as he leads us, he will bring it to restoration. So when you're sitting in that place of guilt and shame, rebuke that. And, and remember that is not God. God, when when he speaks something to you and he says, I'm going to restore it, it's an invitation with absolute attachment to hope because he's going to do it if you stay with him. Right. That's right. Um, and um, it's very, very specific so that um, uh, there's a lady uh, that we're working with and she's, she's been struggling with, you know, probably it's my, it's my fault. Uh, and God's saying, no, um, I'm releasing you from that. Move forward. Let's yeah. go. Uh, and she's learning it. And, uh, and so, uh, just the other day, uh, she was in her car and uh, she was driving uh, home uh, and she normally takes this one one route and God says, I want you to go a different way. Turn left. Do not turn right. Turn left. And she's, you know, she's learning, you know, hearing God's voice and, and it's like, okay. Uh, and she responded. Okay. She turns left. Well, uh, she goes home, finds out. Uh, right away that night she saw it on TV that had she turned right, she would have been in the middle of a big uh, crash. Wow. An accident right at that time. And God prevented her from going that mm. direction and go this way, which is, which is she, she understood and realized is that God was saying, do you realize I love you? Do you realize I can take care of you? And that my view of you isn't, isn't condemnation. It's right. let's, let's go. And I want to demonstrate that to you, that I love you, care about you, and I'm going to guide you into the very, very best. Do you have a, do you have a heart to go? Uh, because there is no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. And and he wants to reinforce that. Uh, Absolutely. Because the truth is, he doesn't. See? Uh, and that's why at any point, how about today? How about now, the gospel? Yeah. Well, I can restore it now today. How about uh, today? I don't need your attention on what happened. I need your attention on following me. Right. 
and joy enjoying it by the way um, uh-huh. along along the path so uh, quite fun uh, so as we as we think about this area of restoration uh, it's absolute um, what what I recommend is that you take your issue to God and say I'm in trouble I've lost I'm, I'm stuck in the mud I don't know what to do I don't I don't have any good alternatives it doesn't look to me like it's gonna I... ever ever work out um, could you please guide me and lead me? You said that you're going to restore me. I have a heart to receive that. And would you walk me into that? Yeah. I, I want to go that way. And I just pray that you really work against even the typical Christian teaching of just live with it. Right. Um, I'm saying don't live with it. Um, um, I don't know how it's going to be restored. and I don't know when. I just know it will be. And, and don't stay stuck and not being stuck is, well, I'm going to just seek God and go with him and let him uh, restore uh-huh. me the, the things that are lost, ruined and, and, uh, uh, and, and abandoned. So we just pray that uh, you'll really take that to heart. It's a big, big part of the covenant. And uh, the more and more that you uh, move in that direction, you're going to get excited and then you'll be a proponent. Uh, when it happens to you, you'll be a proponent of the covenant. So uh, yes. we just pray. And again, send us questions, comments on questions at afjministry.com or in the YouTube. And we'd love to get specific about it. But uh, we want to encourage you, be hopeful, be encouraged, and that God will do it. <clears throat> Excellent. Thanks so much for sharing. I love hearing the stories of restoration. That's so encouraging yeah. just yeah. to see God at work. So thanks for joining us today, guys. And hope you have a great afternoon. Yeah, we'll see you soon. Sounds good. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.